Hey there, I'm Eric J. Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. What's happening? It's Eric J. Olson once again coming at you live for another episode of the Managing Partners Podcast. Now, it may be the afternoon right now for you watching this, but for our next guest, it's first thing in the morning. So live from Hawaii, we have Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Aloha. How's everybody Dude, going? That That's very appropriate. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I thought I would lean into it. There you lean go. As a matter of fact, so I was on Ryan's website right before uh, we, we got on here. And uh, your intro in your video on your bio page starts with Aloha. I love that. It's ingrained into us very heavy tourist culture but the uh, native hawaiian culture is very strong here and so um, a lot of native hawaiian words pepper our language from a daily basis so whether it be aloha and eric mahalo for having me so thank you for having me i'm happy to share a little bit of the the rainbow 808 state with everybody else the 808 all right cool well cool man Uh, tell us a little bit uh, about yourself and your firm well, I'm Ryan K. Hugh. I'm obviously managing partner for Hugh and Bordenave, which is a small two partnership firm, uh, but we do have an associate and we practice business and transactional, which is my side. And my partner mainly handles uh, personal injury and litigation. And he is licensed here in Hawaii in California. So if you go to our website, you do see that we do have California expertise in licensing. Um, my associate just passed the Hawaii bar exam and is also licensed in California. So we'd like to think we're a young upcoming firm. Um, I'm no longer in the young lawyers division here at the Hawaii State Bar Association, but they still are. So that's funny. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Hawaii and, and California, two pretty significantly uh, separated geographically markets and, and two large Big differences in the size of the market is what I'm trying to say, right? So one's one's a a whole state, but relatively small, I imagine. And then the other is very large, yet another state, but but a very, very large market. Right. So in terms of whenever I I talk to um, my business partner about marketing and whatnot, you have so many disparate markets, mediums, and platforms in California, they might as well all be kind of mini communities. Whereas here in Hawaii, everything is mostly in terms of what we do is mainly centered on the main island, Oahu, where Honolulu is located. Now, he and I both have a number of neighbor island clients, and this is great, you know, whether it be um, Zoom or another platform or email, which mostly nowadays you can use for everything. Uh, most of the vast majority of our Hawaii clients are going to be here on Oahu. And the thing is, is media market and whatnot, all kind of Oahu based and centralized. So yeah, it could not be any more different of small legal community, small island community. Yes, the neighbor islands are very important, but they're largely agrarian, more focused on um, tourism, whereas Oahu is going to be more commercial, um, Then you have California, right? You have the Bay Area, you have LA, Mm -hmm. you have San Diego, you have further up NorCal above above San Francisco. And then there's Silicon Valley in its own kind of bubble. 
pun not intended, but anyway, yeah. So the thing is, is it, it's been very interesting and kind of very dynamic journey of kind of being kind of small, kind of isolated and kind of self-contained, which Hawaii is, I'd say, obviously geographically, but in business legal, unless somebody comes in, like Mark Zuckerberg buying up more of Kauai. Um, I want to say he has now like 2,000 acres. It was just announced that he picked up another like 1,000 in a transaction. Yeah, it, things are going to be relatively small for a small law firm like mine. Gotcha. Uh, I would imagine before the pandemic, before the world kind of you know got on Zoom and virtual meetings, was there a lot of need for you to, to travel to say the other islands or, or even to California? No, uh, because I do transactional work primarily. I don't even, I don't even go to court. In fact, I always tell people, I was like, if I have to go to court, something's wrong or my business partner's on vacation. <laughs> but um, the thing is, is for most clients that I've interacted with, it, it has either been primarily through email and even before the pandemic through Zoom, we would use, well, Back in the day, I, I would use uh, Skype and FaceTime when I was first starting out on, on my uh, MacBook Pro. So hey, it worked, right? <laughs> All right. Now I've gone like full ring light, HD cam, and um, these are actually my uh, gamer headsets. So I'm a huge video gamer. I love Twitch. When I can't play out, I'm watching Twitch in the background. That's my radio, ambient noise or radio. Now, you, you don't have the gaming chair, though. No, I have the I have the um the older gentleman's kind of work chair of like <laughs> I'm going to be sitting at this and like typing till the cows come home. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, that's funny. Um, so all right, so so trends. What what are there any kind of trends that you're seeing? And and you know maybe it's different uh, where you're at versus like say the East Coast United States. I don't know, but um, and any kind of like big macro trends, either financial or legal. Or, or maybe even like with your, your clients that you're seeing that are kind of affecting you or I think will be affecting you in the next couple of years. I, so just so you know, we, we use Clio, um, not a plug or anything, but I, I review their um, trends report. And I definitely think that, especially if you're on the business side, like me and you're working with small and medium-sized business owners, a lot more people will ask about flat fee subscriptions or a way to kind of control their legal costs. So that's definitely a trend in terms of the way some of the larger firms or the marketplace is just kind of moving. There is now much more of an ease to even with older clients of doing things like this in terms of a Zoom. They want to still have that facial kind of, this is my attorney that I can see on screen, yeah. but they're okay because at least from my my base of consultant types or people who have a home office anyway, they're much more comfortable of, I don't need to leave home so I can interact with you that way. So I actually, I was just having um, lunch with my financial advisor yesterday and she also notices is that instead of coming down to her office, her client base would rather her, they'd rather her go to them or at least do something like this when they can. So. I think this is here to stay for at least for these smaller kind of one-off situations. In terms of other kind of fun things, I noticed that here in Hawaii, we actually have a very small, but very vibrant kind of well-knitted kind of uh, tech and kind of that, I'd say that entrepreneur kind of tech kind of community that a lot of uh, other metropolitan areas try and recreate. I noticed that the attorneys and marketers and tough and 
that like to hang out in those groups. That's how I kind of got my start with social media way back when. But I noticed a lot of them hopped on Clubhouse. I'm also on Clubhouse. So um, I don't know if that's another sign of the times of definitely another platform uh, attorneys are going to have to at least understand or great. It was, what is this Facebook thing? Why have, why do I have to have a Twitter account? Now, why do I have to have an Instagram account? Yeah. yeah. It's very funny because um, I was watching um, some TikTok videos. Yes, I have all the socials. Whether or not I have content is a different situation. But I was just trying to see how other attorneys were trying to get the use of platforms. And some of them uh, definitely, I think, I definitely think personal injury and family law and criminal law definitely have an easier time in developing content. Whereas my law is like, nobody wants to talk about red light. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, I was like, should I make graphical effects? But anyway, yeah, I, I, was, I, I think understanding these new platforms and apps is something critical for uh, um, any, not even just a, a lawyer, any small business owner trying to navigate the waters because as soon as the large players kind of enter and kind of is reading, I think it was Charmin that has NFTs. Well, I, I didn't know they did, but um, yeah, it, it seems like they're everywhere now. Yeah, not that, you know, we're going to, but understanding what an NFT is, those are things that is, it's always been the same name of the game as being current on information news, yeah. but now, now you have to learn an app with that. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and so clearly you're, you're, you're pretty well versed, I would say, when it comes to these different social kinds of platforms, right? You mentioned Twitch, you mentioned TikTok, you mentioned uh, Clubhouse. So yeah, you're, you're doing a lot of, a lot of things to get your name out there, which I think is great. I'm curious, what do you think about Clubhouse? I think, well, if you would like to have me back or at least send me an email um, after the summer, after Facebook launches its own, um, <laughs> <laughs> then I'll let you know, every time Facebook cannot buy, just like right, the typical Google or micro, every time they can't buy something, we're going to develop it in-house and it doesn't need to be great, but we have a built-in user base already. So we'll see how it does. I like the ease of Clubhouse. I just wonder the long-term viability once the pandemic has ended and we do have in-person conventions, webinars are a little bit less so, seminars. I, As I said, I think it's a great kind of proxy, but there are sometimes having an in-person meeting or in-person live event can't be replaced. And so I think for Clubhouse, it'd be very interesting and always the mill well it's no longer a million dollar question billion dollar right is for valuation purposes i mean how how do you monetize something like this it's always the question and you know it does it turn off people i was like nobody wants to jump into a clubhouse room and listen to like this robot voice talk about marketing ads or something like yeah. that that was the whole point so it'd be really interesting yeah, that's a good point. Monetization. I, I well, I, I know we're going like off on a tangent here, but I, I think Clubhouse. I think it's, they're going to have a challenge because you can't passively participate in Clubhouse. It's very active. Even if you're just listening, unless you're just ignoring it, you have to like take it in. You know. So with with there Facebook, is a nap, and, just letting you know there is a nap room though. I discovered it. This is like I want to say it's a <laughs> DJ or. Maybe it's Snoop Dogg or so, somebody has a room where they just play music and it's literally like nap room. And I'm like, does everybody just come on here? Just to, I was like, don't you have Spotify for that? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
So, well, I guess very similar to like, you know, radio, right? right and right. different radio stations have different purposes, but I, I know I, I play with it one Friday night and I uh, listened for a couple of hours and then I, I never did it again because it takes like hours of time, you know? I, I think, but to wrangle back where we're, we're going with this and how we started before I went on this huge, I, I love talking about tech, money, money matters, right? Business attorney. But I think for any attorney trying to now navigate their way, if they hang out their digital shingle, so to speak, yeah. they need to choose a platform that they think they'll be good at, understand some basics of content and then outreach and delivering. Especially, you know, when Google changes its algorithm or Facebook changes how ads ads work, you kind of have to stay current to kind of get your message out to your targeted kind of potential client base. Because if they're not hearing or seeing you, it, it is so true in terms of Google, nobody goes past the first page. And then on top of that, yeah, some outreaches do happen via these social media platforms. So I, we were talking a little bit before the show started, but I appreciate the reach out for collaborations like this and stuff like that via my socials. But for referrals, I always traffic people. Can you, can you email me? Because it's easier for my staff and staff things to track in terms of referrals or setting up them for an initial consultation. But I think any attorney nowadays needs to be at least comfortable with some social media platforms. Yeah. Is, is that one of your marketing strategies to create content, to get on the social media platforms? Is that how you're getting new clients in addition to, you know, kind of traditional ways referral base and whatnot? I would say there is a strategy quote unquote, a strategy. <laughs> I, I have plans and things like that, but you know, clients always come first. And the thing about content creation is you, as you can obviously clearly tell anybody as a, as an expert takes a lot of bandwidth and power and a lot of kind of help. And it, it takes a lot of energy to do well. A lot of my clients are consultants, social media marketer types. And I was one of those people back in law school, many many years ago that, that I was like, what is this Facebook? I don't want a Facebook. And now I'm on it constantly and figuring out trying to do ads or at least outreach or collaborations. So with regard to that, yes, that has become one of the primary ways to kind of outreach and network, especially so now, obviously, too, given the uh, pandemic kind of restrictions. So it's from social media collaborators and influencers here in Hawaii that I do get referrals or presence, or at least kind of tags if I'm, especially if I'm dining out or if we're having a meal together. Yeah. That's kind of how I get shout outs and things like that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook. I have a love hate relationship with it. I, I think we all do. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, it's part of our business for sure. We do that for clients, but, uh, I don't really like spending too much time there. It definitely has that become, they, you know, I don't think I've ever seen a legit kind of sale for, I don't, I don't know about what it is for other states or other cities, but every time I kind of peek in a Facebook marketplace, I was like, that can't be real. You can't <laughs> be really selling that. And then of course, added to the, uh, just, just share whatever, whatever, who knows, but I don't, no, if the decision came out because I kind of just hump, hopped on and I have actually haven't had a chance to catch up on the morning news, but I don't know if Facebook oversight board 
Not rendered its ruling for um, the former president in terms of their decision. But that yeah, was that's 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 big news. I, I don't know either. It probably already happened. Oh, that uh, that actually speaking, that that's the other big trend. I feel like tech moves so quickly. This experiment of like I don't know. I call alternative mediation or dispute resolution light because it's it's internal to the company if they're successful or at least the experiment kind of goes well beginning to think that you know um that customer service or kind of really is like going to be a one-up and then they're going to have to have more attorneys as experts i think i think ex uh, attorneys for us having two degrees or two backgrounds of being um more of an expert to influence policy legislation or internal rulemaking for a private private business is going to be something also that you see is it's not it's not going to be just sufficient to just have a JD, which was already a trend anywhere, um, right? A lot of tech and um, IP firms wanted to snatch up people with patent licensing or ability to get that right for at least for their Silicon Valley clients. So you're you're saying that they in the past they've wanted to, and you think the trend is going away from that from in-house counsel? Is that what you're saying, um, or, or just the opposite? I think, uh, well, so here, let me use Hawaii as an example. Um, because we're probably a little less litigious, so everything kind of gets resolved um, behind closed doors or at least talking or settlement or people don't really want to sue their neighbor here, but things still get resolved. Um, a lot of uh, the local, I didn't go to the uh, local law school, but a lot of the um, law students after they transition out, many of them go directly into government or nonprofit, or even just corporate kind of compliance work as opposed to being an attorney attorney. But that's because many of them either have like a sociology degree or actually one of my friends actually has a gerontology and elder studies and he's an estate planner just as in terms of practicing. So I think the trend will probably accelerate given the people need more than just a billable monkey, so to speak, is that uh, want to create kind of rules, policies and procedures, whether it be internally or advice driven, but you kind of need to understand the industry that you're working for now and clients kind of expect, expect it of you. And so it's easier for them to see if you've if you've been a contract, a licensed contractor before, or, you know, if you can do coding and pro they're not going to ask you to code and pro but it allows them just easier to speak to you about what the problem is. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So expertise or, or even uh, niching down to uh, one or, or a few industries. So, yeah. So, so not just, um, you know, having a specialization in practice areas, but also in the industries, it's like this uh, matrix kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Cool. What are uh, what are your growth plans for the next year or two? Um, to take a nap. <laughs> That's your growth <laughs> plan. <laughs> Personal growth plan. Oh, um, no, I, we're right now looking to uh, move offices. We have about six people in office in terms of three attorneys and then three staffers, and we do work with a number of contractors. But in terms of just the firm, in terms of uh, attorneys and employees we're probably looking to expand just physical office space, but continue networking and marketing and expanding in California, mainly um, 
in the Los Angeles and Bay Area because uh, my business partner and I have uh, many friends and contacts in those kind of low. I mean, who doesn't because of just the concentration? In addition, um, one of my employees has transitioned to permanent remote working and is working from Seattle. And we've always had interests in either collaborating or reaching out to, especially because I went to Gonzaga for law school and I would hop over to Seattle a lot um, of redeveloping kind of connections and ties. And I, I'd like to get licensed in Washington eventually. So those nice. are the growth plans of almost like, um, I guess, a West Coast Hawaii kind of bent in terms of the next probably five to 10 years. That's awesome. And, yeah. Well, good for you. Well, cool. Hey, if someone would like to reach out and uh, either pick your brain or to have, you know, a, a case that they want to send your way, what's a good way for them to get in touch with you? I, I'd love to do this and collab more on social. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm half kidding. <laughs> uh, the best way to contact me is actually via my email address. Um, while I will respond to Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, I think that's how you reached out was through uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn, yeah. I am a little slower on the responding to those messages because usually what I do constantly check, whether it's on my phone, my iPad, or my computer, is my email on a daily. I, as much as as much as I'd love to say that I, I work from the beach or I shut off the phone when I go to the beach. Nope. I, I check my phone on Sundays every now and then too, just no. to see what, how to plan my Monday. That's, that's, that's what we do. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, cool, Ryan. All right. I appreciate it. And for anyone who's watching, if you are interested in spicing up your law firm marketing, whether it be websites, SEO, online advertising, or social media, reach out to us at array digital. We are at ArrayLaw.com. All right, Ryan. Appreciate it. Mahalo for having me and everybody stay safe and healthy. Thanks.